Blog Talk Radio. Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yahweh Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yahweh's Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host, by name, your fear, Israel, of C-Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the Beast, 666, Son of Edition, tape number 114. But... We also make all types of adjustments in the broadcast because we teach spirit-led from dust as Yahweh. And we got a lot of things on the table, and a lot of movement is, is going on behind the scenes. And we have to be able to reveal everything and keep you intact in the mind to understand that everybody that's ordained on the face of the earth, every nation, have a part to play. Every nation had a part to play. They was created with a part to play. And everybody's playing their part but the peoples of the book. The peoples of the book have to be identified, and that's why it's so important to send your contributions, free will offerings, and donations to this ministry for a land school, banquet hall, and a radio station. It's very important because, remember, the elderly, the elderly, and the young children, the elderly on their way out, and they've been taught wrong. The young ones is on their way in, and they is taught wrong. So we have to focus in on the elderly on their way out to let them know what they've been always thought was going on 
the scripture had been wrong, who had been taught wrong. So our job is to unlock this Bible, but you understand we've been taught wrong on every point, and to set it out there according to this Bible. So now if you take notes, and like I said again, the title of the lesson is Take 114, but those that making up tapes and putting labels on it, listen to the label or what's said in the broadcast, and that will be the title of the lesson. Because we teach spirit led from Yahweh. We'll give you a case in point on what we're getting ready to do by bringing our elder in. And our elder are going to exhibit exactly teacher and a reader. He'll show you exactly the spirit you got to have on you, even when you're reading this book, for Yahweh to kick in. So all this have to be unfold if you want the Almighty to be there with you, because this ministry is spirit-led by Yahweh, and you will see it unfold, and it won't be too much longer. So all we're doing now is laying the foundation down and showing you the level that you have to get it, get at for Yahweh to intervene with you. And you can't come half-stepping, that's what we try to tell you. So we're going to bring our L in, we're going to get something going on on take 114, and we're going to take care of a lot of things and show you why it's so important for the tribe of Judah, young Don Sinek, is to lead this way because that's how the Bible have ordained for it to be done. So listen to me. Listen to the old seal, according to Sirach 10, verse 1, according to Sirach 37, 23, and 26. The seal's job is to instruct his people, tell you what's going to befall you and how to bring Yahweh in. So we're going to do our part. It's up to you to do your part. You got it? Good. But I held in, and we'll, we'll give you some examples on tape 114. So when you meet the lead teacher out of Cap 1, Elder Yahweh Israel, with a loud voice, he said, Elder Yahweh Israel, Yahweh beat the L.C. right here. Matthew 10, verse number 19. 
But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in the same hour what you shall speak.
good enough. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the hell in and I'm going to regroup myself because I don't got too happy already. See, what I'm, what I'm trying to tell the national audience, when the spirit of Yahweh on you, you'll know it because you won't be fumbling all around because you know it can be your last. You give it all you got because it can be your last. You got to keep that in your mind. So now, Elder just got through reading and Luke 21, verse 15. He going to give you a mouth of wisdom that your adversaries, they're not going to be able to gain, gain say. Matter of fact, read verse number 9 and, nine and 10 there, Elder. Let's see, let's see who tried to gain say with the precept. Acts 6, 9 and 10. Come on, Elder. Book of Acts chapter 6, verse number 9 and verse number 10 read. Book of Acts 6, verse number 9. Then there arose certain of the synagogue temple, which is called the temple of the Libertines, Cyrenians, Alexandria, and the them of Caesarea and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. Verse number 10. They were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Hey, that's up. You hear the man's friend? Understand one thing. When you learn the proper way of this Bible, I don't care what ministry it is, they're not going to be able to gain say you with the Bible open. No. Because he'll give you and all the big dignitaries, and they was not able to resist the wisdom of the Spirit which by which he spake. See, you got to make sure you're speaking in the spirit of Yahweh. See, if you're speaking in the spirit of the world, remember, every degree that you got from these biblical Bible colleges is, is, is a degree of the world. So there's no way you can compete with the six anointed camps of Barcelona to Israelite because we don't have the spirit of what they got. We got the spirit of this wisdom wisdom of the spirit and we're going to break that that spirit down shortly what we're talking about see that's that's what we're saying you never know where we're going in a lesson and we don't never know where we're going so those that make up the tapes want to know what the title going to be the title going to be a spirit-led lesson and the lesson going to be where to edify those that need to be edified, especially the elders that's on their way out, the elderly parents, your mothers, your grannies, the branches, and the young ones is coming in. See, we got to reach them. That's why it's so important about the school. We have to have you to bring your great-great-grandmother to the school before they set it down. Yahweh take it from there. Because Yahweh, he got it written that they got to hear it one more time, but the right way. So, and you got to bring your babies to the school before they get to kindergarten. But we can have them to understand that ain't but one name going to get you salvation, the four levels. But we need to have the babies there at the school and the elders there at the school before they get up out of here. See, so we got to take care. See, the milk will take care of itself. We got to get the old heads 
way out and let them know you've been taught wrong with the right spirit. Show you what you've been taught wrong. And the book got to stop now. We got to have you bring your babies from as soon as they get off where they can go to the potty room on their own. You got to bring them to the school. Then we can get them prepared for what Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and hell will put in their head and mess them all up. See, we got the answer. That's why we tell you all around the world, it's time now. It's time to send in your contribution, your donations to this ministry. And the elder going to show you exactly how you, if you're way out of town somewhere, how to use the PayPal. He's going to go over the real smoke. How do you use it? Because the time is now. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station, the time is now. It got to be synced now. Huh? Now. But it got written over there in the book of Hebrews. Now. Now. So, listen. You've been created for this reason. You've been created for this reason now. To help you, the elderly, on their way out. To make them say, oh, my goodness, I thought I was going to be ratchet away. I thought it was going to be a three-year or a seven-year rapture. We're going to be leaving here, going up to be with our Lord in heaven somewhere. No. No. No, Granny. No, that was that was bad teaching, Granny. Then when the grandbabies, they're sitting there, just past two years old, before they get indoctrinated with that Lord God and Jesus and Sunday and Allah and Buddha, we'll tell them, listen, listen, look, get out of your pamphlets. One name, Y-H-W-H, that's it. Don't add nothing to it and don't take it away. See, we got them. It's up to you now to step to the plate and hit that PayPal like it's no tomorrow. Remember, if you come into this room, you have heard the message. You got duties to do. Help us help you and your loved ones. You got it? Good. Enough said going to bring our elder in. He'll tell you all about the broadcast and whatever the Almighty going put on him. And we're going to get back on some things, on this wisdom. Because he got to have his wisdom. See, his wisdom will have you at a point that you know that, no, I ain't hearing that. That don't even make no sense. No, uh, that picture don't look right. <laughs> the, the, the one I was, I was in the song got woolly hair on the head. What's that straight hair? That's horse hair. That's goat hair on, on that picture. That don't work no more here. See, we're going to take care of that. Help us help you. Hit that PayPal. Get them free will offerings, contributions, donations to this ministry. And watch what we do to help your loved ones and time to come. And it won't be long. It's up to you how quick you make your move. So we made our elder with a loud voice and said, Elder, Mr. Tibbs, Israel. Yaqwa, bitch, I see right. And Yaqwa, bless you, see as well, I see you well. Hallelujah, Yaqwa. Hallelujah, Yaqwa, well, you know, I'm always happy coming for the mass in order, so I treat every broadcast like it can be my last, but it could be my last. But I want to make sure I, if I go out, I go out in the bank, tell you the truth, 
according to as written in the Bible. So now, whatever the Almighty put on you to tell this national audience, there's over 900,000 strong and counting. And all, and all them pagan days is over with now. All the pagan days is over with now. We don't got all the money that we got our hands on to get. And guess what we, what we probably won't do is cut you back off. We might stomach you a little more longer now. I don't know. So I heard a lot of things, El. But I'll tell you one thing. You do your part and just says Yahweh, and we'll get back and, and then get your books ready and team up with the old other Elder, and we're going to see if we can take care of take 114. So Elder, Yahweh Israel, I mean Elder tells Israel, take your time and address the national audience over 900,000 strong when you're on the clock, come out. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing, because with those many listeners out there, we know the things that we say have to touch some, and that some will reflect on many. Which reminds me, speak about a little of something that happened to me today, and then we'll go into our, you know, broadcast commentary. Sometimes it's good to talk about real experience and you compare that with the Bible. And this is how we get a, one of the ways we get a proper understanding. One of the preachers that I had been talking to, telling them about, you know, some of the books that we read and the scriptures, how they interpret it, he was always reluctant to accept it. Ran into him today. By surprise, he had gleaming eyes. He came to me, Mr. Tibbs. Okay, um, I'm ready for another conversation. Let me hear what he has to say. You were right. I was right. And I questioned about what? About the Bible. Okay, I better listen closely because here's a preacher telling me about I'm right about the Bible. Usually they're always protective. I went and read the other books like you told me. And there is a lot of stuff that's left out. I couldn't believe how long this, this one preacher talked about the things that he had not experienced, that he had not ventured out to read. That was really impressed, impressive to me and really made me feel good. This is one of the reasons I always say that, you know, most of us came to hear things that some listening, they never understand. We see that on a daily basis. But Yaqua's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. Many of us came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. And some looking at the same stuff we see, they never find. These are the misinformed, like that preacher I just mentioned. They can do none of these things that we do. This is why the words of Yaquah that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. Because we have to be aware, by knowing the scripture and the Bible precepts, we're given a knowledge to know there are many out there that camouflage their evil or confused teachings, and mostly confused because they haven't been taught right. An overly loud bump to bounce contest for their method of righteous learning, and sometimes even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that don't. Because we should remember, we always hear it said, but we need a reminder. We're always looking for the best, and we can never find it. It's 
scratch our head for a moment and think, the best is already here. We're just waiting for the rest to come. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at the best is already here, and we're giving you the best teachings that you can find. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Doc Wells Ministry. It comes to you live, hope to you always, with these new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, first and foremost about Yacht Wells' work. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your help, foods you should eat, and much more we get from this one book. Learning how to keep the Sabbath days, we do all this because you have not. This definition that you came to seek and have to look no further because you've now found it in the voices of the Trizolite, we're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. Class time, that day starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any one of your search engines, any one of those smart devices. Right on the search line. Enter tribeyada.com. And after you do this, just under a big line, you will see some choices. One being ties and offers. Now, to use this, look where you see it says click to donate with PayPal. Step one. Step two is click send. The next step, step three, is send the amount with a message if you'd like. There's a section for a message if you want to put a message there to indicate how you like the ministry and why you're sending your donation. That's a good thing. And when that's done, may Yahweh bless you. In doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, all your tenants of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also the donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh alive. Also, for building a school, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to go to help foods. We continue to speak of on this program. Also out there, don't forget to check our calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, enter three words on any search line. Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the Trust Lights, Tribe of God Doctors. 
and click the red like button as soon as it appears to be right into our live online broadcasts. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua Online. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six line accounts of Yaqua's ministry. But now also I'm saying that do not call this number trying to teach as we've had before. I'll have to remind you, you'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. You can also inquire about our 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD by calling the same number. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seal via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. The reason is usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York station stockholder was a sick announcing many memos that most of us have seen, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. I said, we'll only hear a discouraging doubt from Now, if you happen to miss the beginning, about program. You can always catch the entire show recorded after 9.15 p.m. except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do this, just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live, on the search line. And after clicking them, look for Voices of the Truth Rights, Friday Job Jobs. Just choose the program that you're late logging into, or actually any previous day that you would like to listen. And another note, also during our normal broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Teltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even now, that smartwatch. Just make sure you download it for Teltalk app. When you get there, we'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Trizwise, Travel Got Out. A room will hold 50 or more listening participants. The Yaqua's Word will also be working for the Bible education. The online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Peltel. Yeah, well, I'll be with you all. But that continuing reminder I give, usually before I pass the program back, is to remember when we are given scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remembering we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but to remember as teachers to make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do that. We'll pass our program back to our CEO Israel 
verse 15 and 16. He called the angel was sent down from heaven in 700 B.C. to corner up the corner up of Isaiah. He's Isaiah. I want you to put something right, and he's put it put it in his book and leave it there. Ain't too many people gonna touch on it. We don't touch on that wisdom too. We don't know. But right now we want to take care of something we heard prior to the elder and understand what we have did. And remember one thing: your grandmothers and your grandbabies need to understand one thing. The one that's coming in now, the school is important. Your grandmothers that and the elderly that's leaving out they need to know these things on what we have did. But they, they have to know that they have did this. Hey, Mother E, what did you know in Isaiah 28, verse 15 and 16? Take your time there, Mother E, and get that microphone, and let the national hear, hear, hear exactly what they need to know in Isaiah 28, verse 15 and 16. What did you say there, Mother E? Come on. Look at Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15 and verse 16. Verse 15 reads, because he said, we have made a covenant with death and the tail. Are, are we at agreement when the overflowers scourge shall pass through? It shall not come unto us. For we have made lies of refuge and under falsehood that we hear ourselves. Verse 16. Therefore, thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, behold, I lay in Yahweh Judas for a foundation and stone, a tired, a tired, tired stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He has believed, he that believed shall not make haste. That's been talking about a mother, a mother, a mother, now that's some, they, they call that, that's some great big old talking and reading you just put on the table. But he said he got a tri-stone laid out there. You know what that tri-stone is? It's his Bible. Talk properly. He said, but, but we don't make lies. We behind, we behind lies, but we don't know we behind lies. But that's why we come on this broadcast home to let you know we behind lies, but who is the we, mother? Hey, hey mother, hey, we can find who the we is. They're behind these lies. We find out through another fear who, these, who the we is. See, we got to make sure we're clear about who the we is. We're going to Baruch, mother. Let's find out. Who have made a covenant and upon all these old deep-seated lies? Who are we talking about, Mother, in Baruch? Chapter 3, verse 1 down to verse 4. Hey, Mother, let's talk about it for a minute. Who is we talking about that have made this covenant with death? Let's talk about it, Mother. Let's go to uh, Baruch 3. One dollar verse four. Take your time, that mother. Get back in that microphone. You're doing great so far. Come on. Baruch chapter three, verses one to four. 
That means when you look at this Bible with the greed you got on the wall, all in your briefcase, all in your pocket, and nothing this Bible says in it, you do. That's how you made a covenant with death. This Bible tells you to do one thing, and you do contrary to this Bible every time. Contrary. And see, that's why we're telling you it's so important to gain where you've been in at. We got to reach the elderly before they lay them down for the final time and lay it down. They must be brought to Yahweh's voices of a tourism like school. And they need to hear because their mind is thinking that they are done right by paying their tithes, free will, offering, and donation to that pastor. They haven't talked to them nothing. No more than they're going to be out of here, raptured to heaven in three years or seven years, where tribulation will never touch us. See, they've been told that. And then you got the babies, before they go to kindergarten, we got to catch them soon, rather die and teach them that whatever name they call that man up, up, and away, it's only four letters, Y-H-W-A. That's it. See, we got to reach the elderly before they get up out of here and the young ones before they get up into the, the school system. We got to do that. So that's why we let you know soundly. It is time now to put up a shut up. Time to put up a shut up. It, listen, you got to do this. This ministry is here to help your elders and the young ones and hope the in-between will listen to the elders before they get out of here and the young ones going to be polluted through the middle, the middle ground that teach them all type of things they can't read nowhere. So we got a big job to do. That's why it's so important. Send your contributions, your donations to this ministry. Showing you soundly how to go to PayPal if you're all over the world. Get that money in for a land school, banquet hall, and radio station. Because we going to help the elderly before they get up out of here and the young ones before the school system destroy them. And we'll show you in this week's lesson exactly where they strength at. And we're going to show you where your strength needs to be at. So now we're going to bring our elder in, our elder, Mr. Tills, and he's going to give me that sack in Israel. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this uh, dead Israelite and exactly what got to be done in the Scripture. In 2 Ezra 2, 1 down at verse 7, 16 to 18. Hey, elder, Mr. Tills, what that say with a loud voice there? Come on. In the book of 2 Ezra, Looking at chapter 2, reading verses 1 through 7 and verses 16 through 18. Verse 1 says, Thus says the Yahweh, I brought this people out of bondage and gave them my commandments or Torah instructions by manservants, by their seers, whom they would not hear, but despise my counsels. 2. The mother that bare them saith unto them, Go, way ye children, for I am a widow and forsaken. 
3. I brought you up with gladness, but with sorrow and heaviness have lost you, for ye have sinned before the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and done that thing that is evil before him. 4. But what will I know now to do unto you? I am a widow and forsaken. Go your way, O my children, and ask mercy of the Yahweh. 5. As for me, O Father, I call upon thee for a witness over the mother of these children, which would not keep my company. 6. That thou, think, thou, thou bring them to confusion, and their mother to a spoil, that there may be no offspring of them. 7. Let them be scattered abroad among the heathen nations. Let their names be put out of the earth, for they have despised my covenant. Verse number 16. 16 says, And those that be dead, I will rise up again from their places and bring them out of the graves, for I have known my name in Israel. 17. Fear not, thou mother of the children, for I have chosen thee, saith the Yahweh. Eighteen. For thy help, I will send my servants Esau and Jeremy, after those after whose counsel I have sanctified and prepared thee for twelve trees laden with thy fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't said nothing about no Esau. That's Elijah. Another, another oh, theory. So now, he ain't said nothing to Esau, <clears throat> period. But now, you don't left a lot of precepts in there, Elder. Uh, read that verse 16 again, Elder, because you, you don't stomach on something that we got to take a little shot at this thing now. So, uh, Elder Yadda Israel, we know you holding um, business Paul 44, but... Uh, Sometimes, you know, you be pulled back. You come back and take out some things. So we got to take out some things. Read that verse 16 again. Elder, Mr. Tibb, read 2, 16. Okay, 2 Ezra, chapter 2, verse 16 says, And those that be dead will I rise up again from their places and bring them out of the graves, for I have known my name in Israel. Mm-hmm. He, he said, one, he's going to raise up from the dead. He said, I'm going to raise the one that know my name. That's big cupsy. Listen, you the man just said, the one he's going to raise up is the one that know his name. So understand this thing here. That's why it's so important to understand something. We got to reach these holy people before they get up out of here. Because they're going to take names that they've been told all the way to their grave and get a rude awakening in the grave. They're going to rude awakening. And that's why this ministry got to come on now. That's why, listen, the elite is going to die out. 
and they gonna thinking they gonna be raptured away in three to seven years and all that. No. That's why it's so important for this school to be put together. And before these elders shut it down, let them come to one class. Then y'all will tell you from now. See, we teach a lot of senior citizen classes anyway. And you ought to see how it uplifts them to understand the only way up out of here. And then I know that the name they've been calling on all their life don't get them thrown in the bottom of their goodbye. They didn't know that. But guess what? They know it now. And you're going to know it now. So, now, Elder Yahdai Israel. Now, we know you got the vision of Paul 44 waiting on those things. We know that. But I just want to do some precepting on Second Ezra 2.18. Then we're going to get to that. That's why I said, listen, those that doing all they can for this ministry to hit the peak that it's supposed to hit, that's a great thing. But we teach from Matthew 10:19 and Luke 12, 12. You have to listen to your lesson very careful. And whatever you feel that this lesson is talking about, that's what you put the label on. See? Because we, cause we don't know what we're going to run into. Spirit led through Yahweh. This is not a, just another ministry. This is the ministry that's going to get your grandmamas, your grandmamas' friends, before they, they take their last breath, to understand one thing. You still got room for repentance. In Acts 3.19, before the day of refreshing, you got to hear the truth. Guess what? We don't give the truth. We don't give the truth. We don't give it to you. I mean, flat out of this book. And we're not anti-anybody. We just probe 12 tribes of Israel, and that's why we are Yahweh voices of the true Israelites. See? And we know what's going on around the world, but we already know there's a prophecy of that to happen anyway. We know everything that's taught on the land of Israel is paganism. Everything that Arabs teaching is paganism. Everything, all them teaching paganism. You know why they're teaching it? Because you don't know who you are. You think you everything else but the people of the book. But our job is to reach the elders and the youngers, even the temples, just past a day talking, get to call on the true name. And we're going to do it with your help. It's going to be none. Now, Elder Yahdai Israel. Now, it's something in that verse 18 of second Ezra. I want to hear it one more time, and I want to do some precepting on that. See, the game changer is this. Listen to me carefully. Those, especially on the six anointed counts. To get understanding on your Bible is something that you must do. It ain't no way of getting around it. Uh, El, Yahweh Israel, in 119 verse 1, 4, 99, 100, and 104 of Psalms. Just for the national order to understand some things, El Yahdai Israel. Psalm 119, verse 104, 99, 100, and 104. Let the national order hear something they need to start take up under consideration. What is that, El? One more time. 
Psalms 
And then if we don't take care of the wisdom in this lesson, we're going to do it tomorrow. Huh? Because we don't know what we're going to run into. But anybody standing before you, they must precept the Bible to get understanding. You're not going to learn this Bible unless the Bible is precept to you. Now, back to Second Ezra again. Read that verse 18. Let me give you a case in point. Now watch, here go a case in point. Verse 18, 2 Ezra, 2, 18, what's the hell? Look at 2 Ezra 2. Verse number 18 reads. 2 Ezra chapter 2. Verse number 18. For thy help will I send my servant Isaiah and Jeremiah the seer after whose counsel I have sanctified and prepared for thee for thee twelve trees laden with diverse fruit. Thank you, sir. In the book of Luke, Mm -hmm. chapter 24, looking at verse number 
32. Luke 24, verse 32 says, And when they said to one another, Did not our mind burn within us while we talked with us by the way? And while we open to us the scriptures, he said, "Did our mind burn when he talked with us? How by opening up the scriptures? That's how you're supposed to talk to those you come in, in contact. You're supposed to make their mind burn. How you make their mind burn?" Not tell them where you're going and where you've been. Huh? They don't, that ain't got nothing to do with the Bible, where you went and where you've been, what your personal life was or is. What they got to do with the Bible? You got to make their mind burn by opening up these scriptures. Huh? Now, this is a three-hour broadcast. You know, we, we've been labeled as a people... That comprehension, you can't get past five minutes. If they do ten minutes, it, it, it must be a, a gift from somebody, somewhere well, in space. This broadcast been for three hours. And sometimes WCC said go longer than that so we can catch in something. So you understand something? We come to edify you to understand one thing. It's time for you to look at what you have learned and see do this stack up with anything in this Bible. And all the way you'll do that, you got to preach up your Bible, and you got to open up the scriptures and make their mind burn. Then you remember that preacher flat out and say, you've been, you have taught me wrong, and I'll give you my tithe, free will offer, donation. Matter of fact, you didn't even tell me that I was going on the wrong day. You didn't even tell me I was worshiping on the wrong day. You know? You didn't even tell me that. Then I'm worshiping on the wrong day. And I've been, I'll give you my tithes, real office, donation, all my time in. See, the big dignitary even got caught up with that. Big dignitary. I mean, a billionaire got caught up with that. What'd she say? What did the big dignitary say? And what you go through brings what's what? already in you out. Okay, so what power your first job? Uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. You say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yes. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yes. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say... Look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, all right. Your preacher won't even tell you that. Huh? Your preacher will not even tell you that we worship on the wrong day. We follow the, the laws of the land that's contrary to the Bible. But you want us to dedicate our time. Dedicate our time. Give you all the tithes, free will offer the donations to the ministry to expand. But you're not even telling them that they're going on the wrong day? Huh? 
Do you know what it says in the book of uh, uh, boy Joe? Hey, Mommy, what it says in Joe 14, verse 4? What did Ishakar's boy say? And in the book of Job 14, verse 4, their mother's precept, read right on to 34, verse 4 of, of Sarah. Let a seer kick in, another seer kick in. And 34, verse 4, but help the national audience, I don't care what you got through doing on the phone, <clears throat> December 25th, New Year's. Do you know what's written in the book by Ishakar boy in 14, verse 4? Hey, hey, Marie, what's written that the national needs to hear? Come on. Book of Job, chapter 14. Let me get back here. Book of Job, chapter 14. Who can bring a clean thing out of uh, unclean, not one? Who can bring a clean thing? Created and made. Yeah. 
So you can look on your calendar right now, or you can take up that, that old telephone you got it. Say, telephone, what day is the seventh day? What day is the seventh day of the week? They say, what do you mean what day is the seventh day of the week? Sunday is number one, and all the way over to the, that corner, Saturday is number seven. So which one of these days is the blessed day? Oh, number seven. What day you worship on? Number one. You see what you did? Right there, the blessed day is number seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And they got a pagan day on it called seven. I mean, uh, Saturday. But Friday night to Saturday night, that is the blessed day. The other days is not blessed for worshiping. Them work days. Right? And that's why it's very important for us to reach your grannies before they get up out of here, the elderly before they get out of here, and the young ones before they get up into the kindergarten. Daycare center. Need to reach them. That's why it's so important for the school to be here yesterday. Because we got some teaching to do. Now the elder is getting ready to read exactly about these men that have been sent. And, and somebody got to recognize these men through the spirit of this Bible. But what the elder going to bring out in Second Israel chapter 1 Verse 37 down to verse 40. Listen real carefully. Elder, God die Israel. Bring the hammer. Come on. The book of Second Israel, chapter 1. Verse number 37 through 40 reads. Second Israel, chapter 1. Verse number 37. It will take the witness, the grace of the people, to come. The little ones rejoice in gladness. Though they have not seen seen me with bodily eyes, in their spirit, they believe the things that I say. Verse 38. And that brother, behold what honor, and see the people that coming from thee, coming from the east. Verse 39. To whom I will give for leader Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Hosea, Amos, and Micaiah, Joel, Adiah, and Jonah. Verse number 40. Nahum and Habakkuk, Zephaniah, and Gaius, Zacharias, Malachi, which is called also an angel of Yahweh. Ain't that something? You know the angel of Yahweh in this case means the messenger. So all these men must be identified. All these men is going to show up. All these men now, Yahweh, are going to re-raise uh, what they say, oh, they're going to re-raise. He says, in 37, now, you know, now, now it's cut it close, El. In 37, it makes a profound statement there, El. It says that they have not seen me with barley eyes. Take it from there, Elder. Take it from there, and, and let's do some precepting. Yet in spirit, they believe the things that I say. Ain't that something? In spirit. Say that? In spirit. And we're not talking about the spirit that the Christian and the Islamic and Judaism, talking about that spirit, the one that make you jump out your seat. 
break out running to the front. The guy with a 14 shoot trip you, and you fall down before the altar with the short dress on. The big deacons get up. Mama Julie run the closet and throw a sheet over you. You be and the preacher run down there and be listening to you up on the, the sheet. He say, she's speaking in tongues up on there. No, she ain't. She's just so mad about that guy with them 14 shoes tripping up. And if she can get on her feet, she hit him in the mouth with a purse. That's what she's doing. She ain't speaking in no tongue. She was she up on that sheet. Is mad because them 14 shoes just tripped her with that short dress she had on. And then them big diggers, they get up there, don't they? A little pastor, he comes running down, and he, he listens to what she's saying up out of the sheet. That's a show scene, right? In spirit, they believe. But see, we're going to precept what he's talking about in spirit. Now listen to this, what the Bible says, in spirit. Put a Proverbs 1, 22, 23, Elder. See, we're going to precept that, Elder Yada Israel. We're going to see by in spirit they're going to believe me. What that mean, in spirit they're going to believe me? Precept your Bible. We'll find out. We find out is this a knee jerk, a kick, and a breakout running. We're going to find out right now in Proverbs by the wise man in the world. 1, 22, and 23. What does it say to Elder? Book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 22, and verse 23 reads. Book of Proverbs 1, verse 22. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorn, and food hate knowledge. Verse 23. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Yeah, I'm going to pour up my spirit onto you. I'm going to make known my words to you. See, right here, the spirit we're talking about is you understanding his word. So the seal job is to be watching for all these men to come back. Somebody, what do we say is, they get a precept on that, 12 verse 7 of the book, of the regular book called Ecclesiastes, the Elder. And 12 verse 7, let me show you the power of our mighty one. What did he say in 12 verse 7 of the book of Ecclesiastes? What did, what did he say out of his own mouth to the wisest man in the world in 12 verse 7? What did he say, Elder? Book of Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 7 reads, and shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave it. You see that? This hell of a body is going to return back to the ground. But that thing that makes you breathe return back to him. Then, you know what he do? He do a First Corinthians 12, 18 with it. This is what he do with it. And first Corinthians twelve eighteen. See, you gotta come out and learn this. And all way you learn from the six and all accounts. You, you understand something. That's why this ministry got to be supported. To help. Why don't you do something good for your your grannies before they get up out of here? Before you do 
something good for Uncle Charlie before you get up out of here. Huh? Do something for your grandbaby that's getting ready to go to these schools, fresh out of the pamphlets, to let them know the name to get ready to call on. It's no count. Why don't you do that? Huh? That's why the school going to be here. Get your grandkids to come one time, and we take them now. Get the babies to come one time, we take them now. We'll take them now. Uh, what's the reading of hell? Book of 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 18 reads, But now I've got first set the men. But now I've got first set the members, every one of them in the body, and that please him. So Yahweh, he'll take that spirit that he has and replace it back to whoever it pleased him. So it's no accident what you hear now, because he plays the spirit where he wants to place it at. And all these men, they on their way. They here now. But it got to be a location for them to present themselves. It got to be a big location for them to present themselves. Now, all these men is going to come to Yahweh's voices of the two is right. And we're going to recognize them how? From the pages of the book. Because we're we, we, we going to know exactly what this man, what Abraham did in the spirit, what Isaac did in the spirit, what Jacob did in the spirit, name change Israel. We know what Amos did in the, in the spirit. We're going to know it. You just can't use these names unless you know exactly what they did when they was in the body. And through the spirit, we're going to recognize them and say, okay, now we see it. And guess what? We'll be able to tell you exactly who that. Have you ever been somewhere that they use a word called deja vu? What they use that word? He said, I. He said, I remember. See, I've been here. I want to see that person once before. It's something about that person. I ain't just like I've been here before. See that? But that's another lesson. We teach, we teach on that another time. Saint John six sixty three. What does that hell? Look at Saint John, chapter six. Verse number sixty three reads. Saint John six. Verse number 63. It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. You see that? So the spirit they're going to be hearing is the word. Listen, the spirit is the word. They don't give you a knee jerk are kicking around. No. The spirit, you understand this word, then you apply this word. That's what he talked about. So, and, and Yahweh made it plain in the 15th verse, chapter, verse 3 and 5 there, Elder Yadah Israel. He said something to his beloved. He said in the 15th chapter, verse 3 and 5, hey, Elder, what are you saying? 15, verse 3, and verse 5. What do you say that we can read? The book of St. John, chapter 15, verse 3, and verse number 5 reads. St. John 15, verse 3. Now you are clean with the word which I have 
spoken unto you. Verse number five. I am the vine. You are the branch. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Can't get no praying in that. See, you're only going to be clean by the word. Hey, baby, how long are you going to be in that shower? Well, I'm going to make sure I'm clean before I go to church on the first day of the week at 9 o'clock through 11. That don't make you clean, baby, by, by you up in there with that dial soap up on it in that tub. That shower, girl, will make you clean. It's the word. But if you have some words, you wouldn't be going nowhere on no Sunday. But try to find some place to do some working. Huh? Now come back to second Ezra 218 again there, El. Yada. Give me 218 again. I gotta it's yeah, but you gotta you gotta tighten it up a little bit more. Okay. Let's go hear it again then. And second Ezra 218, Elder. Yada. What does 2nd Ezra 218 say again? Book of 2nd Ezra 2. Verse number 18 reads, 2nd Ezra chapter 2, verse number 18, book of 2nd Ezra 2, verse 18, with thy help will I send my servant Isaiah and Jeremiah the seer, after whose counsel I have sanctified and prepared for the twelve trees laden with diverse fruit. Uh, what? Uh, 
On the book of Romans, chapter 4, reading verse number 17, it says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even Yahweh, whom quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Simeon, 
and the rest of the tribe that speaks Spanish, that language was beat up on you too. That's not your language. No. Because the people didn't speak that to the close of the 96 AD. They did not speak that language at all. Now look at Latter day Saints. Uh, Seer, can, can you show me where that's at in the Bible? Yeah, I will show you where it's at. You don't know where it's at in the Bible, where they didn't speak that language. Uh, Elder Yagdai Israel. Let's look at Acts 1.26. Let's start out something in Acts 1. Let's make a little detour for a minute. Let's get back to what we're on in a minute. Let's take care of the big digging tips. Because, see, we think we we proud when we can hope the Spanish and the English language. But let's find out what the Bible says, and then we're going to precept that and find out what that means in 126. Let's go and find out what that means in 126. And the book of Acts. Now, y'all want to sound it back in heaven. In Acts 126, it's a Bible statement that's made, Elder. And let's see what it says in 126. What does it say that we, that we can kind of Take a little peek at it. Come on. Book of Acts, chapter 1, verse number 26. Acts, chapter 1, well, verse 26, yeah, yeah. read. Follow up. Mm-hmm. Book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 26. They gave forth their lives. Their lives fell unto the Mephistites. Was number with the eleven apostles. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm all over the place on that, yo. Um, I'm all over the place. So, um, now you know, y'all don't, don't leave the sea out there hanging like that. I'm all over the place on that one. So now, we want to take a look at that again. You know, so sometimes those seals, it'll get away from them for a minute. But we want to look at that again, Elder, and that make it verse 19. Thank you, thank you there, uh, Mother Z. Make that 119 there. Make it 119. See, you mean, you, you sure? Did you mean 119? Yeah, let's try 119. Where's the Elder 119? Book of Acts 1, verse number 19 reads, It was known to all the dwellers of Yachtad Judah, and so much as the field is called, in the proper tongue. Extra. The proper tongue. Now, now we're going to find what the proper tongue is now. So we just found out for the big dignitaries when the Bible was written from 4004 to 96 AD, they were speaking in the proper tongue. And the proper tongue was not Spanish. And out of that come English. It wasn't now one of them languages. Because it was a proper tongue up to the closing of the manuscripts in 96 AD. So we just found out what was that proper tongue. And we found out. Let's find out, Hello, in Jubilees, the book of Jubilees on page 58. Let's see the Bible was the proper tongue. The proper tongue. What was that? Because you got a lot of them. You know, I was around some big dignitaries, and they say, you know, I get a headache when they... That broken English that y'all speak. You get a headache for broken English. Yeah? You know, 
you, you, you didn't say that word right. You know, I get more calls on I didn't say a word right than what did the scripture say? Huh? Broken English. You know, he, they had a male named James Burns back in the day. And she had a, a, a big old, um, a big, um, protein man, big Jim Taylor. But she said she had about seven ornaments over there that were speaking English. But she couldn't understand a word they were saying. So she went and got old big Jim Taylor. Can you tell me what they're saying? I don't understand a word they're saying. So he always be wanting to break it down for her to understand the same old broken old English. Because we talk to English that even they don't understand. What did you say? What you just got to saying? Okay. Well, I don't know where that came from, but that it is a devil. So in Jubilee chapter 12, verse 24 down, verse 26, what did it say there? Hell. Let's start out this proper tongue now. The book of Jubilee, chapter 12, verse 24 through 26, reads, Book of Jubilee, 12, verse number 24, Now shall be a Yahweh to thee, and your son, and to thy son's son, to all thy seed. Fear not from henceforth, and unto all generations of the earth. I am your Yahweh. Verse 25, And Yahweh said, Open his mouth, and his ear, that he may hear and speak with his mouth, with the language which had been revealed, but that is seen from the mouth of all the children of man from the day of the overthrow of Babel. Verse number 26. Now open his mouth, and his ears and his lips, and begin to speak with him the Shemitic Hebrew tongue of the creation. Ain't that something? Here's the man saying, what tongue was of the creation was somatic, polluted for Hebrew. That's the tongue of the creation. There wasn't no such thing as no English or Spanish. That's not the tongue of the creation. He said, get my man Abraham right and get him the tongue of the creation. The tongue of the creation, that means the tongue of Adam and Eve. Get his mouth right to speak just like Adam and Eve. And what they spoke was Semitic. What now they call Hebrew. See, Hebrew is a polluted word for Semitic. 22 alphabets, no vowels. That's the tongue of the creation. You want to know what tongue Adam and Eve spoke? Semitic. Now they call it a polluted word called Hebrew. But we'll do the very right and play your game. Hebrew was something that was put together by Eliezer Ben Yehud in 1948. And that was a gumbo language. He, he was a learned man of the world and put every language together and put it into the pot. And chuck it up and come up with the word called they're speaking out over there in the land of Israel. A gumbo language. This Hebrew. Because everybody they brought over there from their land they ain't supposed to be in, they had to take them to school and learn them this new Hebrew. Why they why they didn't have all China down with their land? No, it wasn't your land. You have to learn this language. So when you hear them speaking this language called now this Hebrew over there, man, that's Eliezer 
Ezekiel, Bill Yehuda, 1948 gumbo language. That thing been put together in 1948. It got, it's just like a gumbo soup. You know, my grandma makes the best grandmama soup. She's from Louisiana. Oh, yeah? What, what she got in it? She got uh, fish, catfish heads in there, octopus in there, shrimp. She got all that in there? Now, and guess, and guess when you're going, soon you get through eating that gumbo soup, straight to Doc Cook. They like to rush you to Doc Cook. When you get to eat all that stuff that Yaqua tell you, eleven chapters don't touch and don't eat, and now you, she makes the, the best gumbo soup it is. And got everything that the Almighty tell you not to eat is in that pot. She'll put everything together. Frog legs in there. She got cat fish heads in there, shrimp, lobsters. Even put a couple pieces of hog ears in there, hog tail. <laughs> Mix it all up in there. Then put some carry, make some carry on that pot of carry in there, and tell you, now go and eat some of this old grandma great uh, gumbo soup, and your stomach be banging like somebody. Like Mike Tyson hitting you in your stomach. God, no. Where can I go? You got to go buy a doctor her. I could be waiting on you, too. So pick your pocket some more. You see what you got to do? That's why we got a lot. We got a big job to do. And look what they got to do on the first of the year. And they was eating hog. Uh, you know, our tradition, big, big tradition, we eat hog on the first, on January the first. You eat hog. Now look at what WCC said. Now see here, but why you saying that we gonna milk the elder, Mr. Tibbs? He do talking for the night. You see, you see, you see what he say? For him laughing and saying that he do talking for the night. Well, soon later, see, soon later you gonna play your hand out, and we gonna wake these people up. Sooner or later, these people gonna say one day, it's time for you to get your own. Land, school, banquet hall, radio station. Because you got all the power right now. But remember what's written. Hey, hey Mommy, what is written that we can read in um, 36 verse 8 of Ezekiel? Hey, Mommy, what is written in 36 verse 8 of the book of Ezekiel? Mommy, 36 verse 8. Come on, Mother. The book of Ezekiel. Chapter 36, verse 8. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 8. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 8. Verse 8 reads, After many days, thou shalt be busy. In the latter year, thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from. Uh, 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 hold on, mother. Hold on, mother. Uh, I might be all over the place. I see it, um, 36 verse 8. Uh, you read Ezekiel 36 verse 8, mother? Oh, I'm reading. Wait, oh, I'm going to go more. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 8. Verse 8 reads, But ye, O mountains of Israel, you have shot 
forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Hey, that's something. That's right, Mother. We, hey, Mother, we are here to come. See, we know the big dignitaries, they're going to do their thing, but we are here to come. That's what we're trying to wake you up. Psalm the sixth and council. You got to understand this book. You got to precept your Bible because we are at hand to come. See, all that, all that bad understanding that you've been taught, your grandmother taught you, your grandmother taught you, we're going to show you solidly. It don't add up in this book. But we are at hand to come. They got the power now to mute. Hell, Mr. Tibbs off the broadcast. They got the, they, they can do all that. But but we had a hand to come. You got to remember that. And remember, there ain't no action in any of y'all No doubt about it. So now, Hell, so we found out the proper tongue was Semitic called Hebrew. So when we go and read St. John, Hell, Yahweh Israel, and 19 verse 20, can we get a precept on that, Hell? In St. John 19, verse 20. Look at St. John, chapter 19, verse number 20 reads. This title then read many of Yahweh's from the place where Yahweh's son was crucified, was not to the city, and was written in the Hebrew and Greek and Latin. What, what language was it written in, uh, El? What language when when our mighty was crucified, it was written in what language again, El? And it was written in the, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. And guess what? In Hebrew, Greek, or Latin, is no such word as Jesus, our Lord. Christ and Jehovah. Them words did not even exist, see, Royal. So our Jesus, Lord and God and Jehovah did not even exist. You go right now and look in the in what you call the Hebrew, the Greek or Latin. It didn't even exist. So them name is made up names. See, Royal, to hide you from the true name. See, you've been here from the true name, see, Royal. And Isaiah, Elder, 26, verse 4, gets the one line across. I won't talk about that one line across in 26, verse 4 of Isaiah, Elder. I won't talk about that. After you read that one line across, I won't talk about it after it's read to the national audience. What is it saying in Isaiah 26, verse 4, one line right across? Look at Isaiah 26, verse number 4 reads. Isaiah 26, verse number 4. Trust you in Yahweh forever. Trust in Yahweh forever. Hey, Elder, how many letters is that? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. See that? You trust in the four letters forever. See, you trust in the four letters forever. So it's it's no way that no vowel points are coming in and now you trust in another name. Jehovah and Jesus. Oh, 
in the four letters forever. Because he told Isaiah 42, verse 8. Do you know what he told Isaiah 42, verse 8? What did he tell him? Hey, what did he tell him, the national audience? He told Isaiah 42, verse 8. Isaiah 42, verse 8 reads, I am Yahweh. That is my name, and my honor will I not give to another, even my praise to graven images. If you can call him, you can call him Lord God and Jesus Jehovah all you want, but you ain't getting no glory from him. He said, I'm not going to give my glory to another. If you're not using the four letters, now in the mind night lesson, we're going to show you what he got written out of the mouth of Enoch, about you paying the true name, no never mind, then all of a sudden you want to pay the name from never mind, it'll be too late. Exodus 315, what does it say? Exodus 315. Look at Exodus 3. Some of 15 reads. Exodus 3, 15. I am Yahweh. And Yahweh said moreover unto Moses, Thou shalt thou say unto the family of Israel, Yahweh of your fathers, Yahweh of Abraham, Yahweh of Isaac, Yahweh of Israel has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. But now, but but forever don't mean it don't mean that no more. You see what Christianity, Islam, and Judaism tell you? That don't mean that no more. No, you ain't got that name. Forever don't mean that forever. But when you use the word forever, it means exactly what it means forever. That's my name forever. Now the angel come from heaven and one sixteen thirteen and look David eyeball to eyeball. The father and son send the angel down there to look at Daniel. I mean look at David, eyeball to eyeball. And listen to what he says in one sixteen verse thirteen to David, the king of Israel, of all twelve tribes. He looked at him eyeball to eyeball and said what? What did he say else in one sixteen thirteen? Book of Psalms 116, verse number 13 reads, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of Yahweh. Salvation is in the name of Yahweh. How many letters is that ever? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. Now the chief speaker of the nation of Israel, he pulled that verse. He didn't have to say it because he pulled a verse when he was reading it. So when we go on the right side of the book in Acts 4.12, the chief speaker of the nation of Israel, Shimon Peter, he made the final statement. He was addressing the national audience of the children of Israel. And this is what he told them at the great big temple in Acts 4.12. Hey, and what did he say, Elder, in Acts 4.12? What did he say? Look at Acts 4. Verse number 12 reads, He is there salvation than any other. There is none other name under the heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Listen, national artists, listen to me. Listen to old Phil playing it. In 
name, but one name is going to get you salvation. One name, the four letters. If you stand before the, the preacher man, and he's doing everything but the four letters, Peter just said, the chief speaker of the nation of Israel, it ain't but one name going to get you salvation. If you add to one, it ain't one no more. And the one don't have the four letters. In the Semitic tongue, Y-A-W-H. It wasn't such thing no English. It wasn't no such thing as Spanish. That didn't even exist. That came after 96 A.D. You know what he said? You know what he, you know what he, he told John, beloved, you're writing 117 through 19. Do you know what he, what he told him to write? Well, let's see what he, what he told him to write in 117 through 19. Hey, yo, what did he tell John to write just before we get ready to close the book down in 96 A.D.? What did he say, 117 through 19? The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 17 through 19 reads. Revelation, chapter 1, verse 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. Laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, I am the first and the last. Verse 18, I am he that liveth and was dead. Behold, I am alive forevermore. Hallelujah. And have the keys of hell and of death. Verse number 19. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. When John put his pen down in 96 A.D., the almighty story was told. He told John, write the things you see now, and the things going to be hereafter. John writing about the hereafter. John complete the almighty four letters work in 96 A.D. Anything come after 96 A.D. that you say he said, you're a liar from the pits of hell. John wrote the hereafter. When John put his pen down in 96 A.D., the almighty story was told. Then in 4 verse 1 and 2, a precept came with it. So anything after 96 A.D., elderly and the little children come out of the temples, it's not from the mighty one, it's from Satan the devil. See, they got to hear that before they take their last breath, the seniors. That's why it's so important to contribute, donation, 10%, whatever you want to call it, get it to the PayPal, get it to the ministry. For what? Land. Grow your own food. Why have I got to wait three months for getting me a note or a good while to know? That's what I won't know. We can't find a good seeded watermelon. You know, the watermelon, it keeps your system digest real good. Then you take the back of the watermelon and you put it in your blender and it works the lower part of your body. Give you the kick that you need. Then we can't even have a watermelon for next three months. And that's why we need our own trucks. Then we can meet those in, uh, in the tropical countries at the borderline and load up the watermelon and bring it back for those who got here to here. And I and our greenhouse and put some watermelon in there. See? Why we gotta wait three months to have a good or let's go get a a watermelon with that have no seeds in it. It's just a crack shoot. 
that wild man is all, what's that word they use, uh, mortify? Give me the right word, because I might get more calls on, uh, you, you crap that word up again, Elder. They'll tell me, say, you, I know it. I ain't worried about it. Give me, give me the proper word they use. They, what that word is, Elder? Genetically modified. Excellent. Say it again one time for the next. Genetically modified. Excellent. You see, that's what you get now. You got to wait three months before you can get your good wild milk. Why? They still growing them all up in the tropical countries. But see, we got to get our own truck. We got to get our own driver to go out there and meet them at the borderline, load up some good wild milk. the wild milk. That's the only reason you didn't, that your grandparents didn't really uh, kick the bucket over before the time came. Because when they fed them that hog, they told them, now go get that watermelon and you can eat some watermelon. But they don't know that was sitting by Yacht Wild. That watermelon was to, to digest some of that filth that you put in, in your system that caused you diabetes and cancer and everything else and high blood pressure. That, wild, that, old, that hog. That hog. That old pig, you see, and you and, and you and you in a ministry every first of the year, and y'all eat the hog, and they had a preacher put his hand on it. He's gonna pray and bless the hog. You can't make nothing clean, unclean, Mr. Preacher. Eating all that spaghetti and, and starch. Huh? And wonder why you all all all. Uh, Part of it's all shut down. You can't move around. Because you're doing everything contrary to the Bible. You put all that, all that starch food, and then you wonder why you can't, is we going to do something tonight? Look at the garbage you just got through feeding me. All this garbage got me to do for gear the bed and turn my back to you and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you do. You gotta know what to eat, and that's what we, we we're here to help you. You can't put. Listen, mother, would you tell them what to put in their mouth? In Genesis one twenty nine to thirty one, would you tell them what to put in their mouth and what color will go in their mouth, mother? Would you help the nationals out, mother? Genesis one twenty nine to thirty one. What did he say? Supposed to go in your mouth. What do you say, Mother? Genesis 1, 29 to 31. The book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 29 to 30, 31. Verse 29. And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herd bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in, in thee, which is the fruit of the tree, yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. 30. To every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for me, and it was so. 31. 
And Yahweh saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So he saw everything he had made was good. But I'm going to tell you something. When you do the research on that chicken, that cow, that, uh, give me them words again, Elder. Give me, give, me, give me the words again, what you just said. That chicken, the cow, this is that chicken, the cow, they have been, when you do the research on that chicken, the cow, we're not getting up and do it, but do your research. He said everything he made was good. The Almighty didn't make the chicken, the cow. Chicken the cow, that's what words again, L? Genetically modified. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Do the research. See, that's why we're here to help you. See, we, we, look, we want all the James 520s we can get. And we're not going to get no James 520s unless we help someone. It says, if you were able to show somebody the right way, it has a multitude of your sins. That means the only path you can get in this Bible is you help somebody. So we come to that way to help you understand something. That the chicken and the cow is not your diet. The children of Israel never had chicken and cow, and they never had beans, starch, or rice. Beans, that's not your diet. See, you got to understand something. That's not your diet. Forget it. That's not your diet. You, you, you didn't, the children of the book, up to the close of 96 A.D., did not eat rice, beans, and they did not eat uh, spaghetti. No, they didn't eat that. And they lived a long time, didn't they? Because they you know, them three things they didn't get, they didn't eat. But we didn't get off on that, too, because we got a long way to go. Um... So, back to this, um, whenever he has been, you would have put the language together, you know, in 1948. But he told the seer, Zephaniah, to do something in his book. Ain't nobody going to read it, but Yahweh's voice of the two Israelites. What did he say in Zephaniah 3, 8 down to verse 10? Zephaniah 3, Elder, Yada, verse 8. 9 and 10, what it say? Book of Zephaniah, chapter 3. Verse number 8 through 10 reads. Book of Zephaniah 3. Verse number 8 reads. And for wait you upon me, save Yahweh, to the day that I rise up to the praise, my determination is to gather the nation, that I may assemble the kingdom, for upon them my indignant my indignation, even all my fierce anger, all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Verse number nine. But then will I turn to the people of pure language. They may call, that they may all call upon the name of Yahweh, serve him with one consent. Verse number ten. From beyond the river of Ethiopia, my supplant, even the daughters of my dispersion, to bring mine offering. Mm -hmm. He said, after I beat everybody up, after I beat everybody up, then would I turn the people back to a pure language. 
that they may all call on. Hey, how many letters when they they don't have to, they don't get the pure language to call on? How many letters they have? Four letters. Y H W H. You gonna get the pure language to call on Y H W H. So if you're spending any money with the LEAs of being Yehuda, you just you're doing a you're doing a uh, hey, hey mother e, you're doing a Isaiah 55 one two three mother hey mother e, what they doing in Isaiah 55 verse one two and three what they doing mother Isaiah 55 one two and three see listen if you still trying to learn the language called Hebrew. Which is a bastard language like the gumbo soup is. You just learn the language that it, he said, after I beat every nation up, then I will turn you back to a pure language that you all may call on the name of Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, with one consent. From the river all the way over to Ethiopia, only mean from the, the land of the black, is all that means. All the way over this way, all the way back. You you get your language back after he beat everybody up. Every nation's in power. You gotta beat them up first. Then he'll turn you back to a pure language. So any language you're speaking is a gumbo language. English, Spanish, ain't none of them languages gonna work. Cause he's gonna take care of your tongue once he beat everybody up. So if you proud to speak Spanish. What's up? Whatever land you proud to speak, what's up, according to the Bible? Because when he beat everybody up, he's going to turn you back to a pure language. And that pure language is Semitic. 22 alphabets, no vowels. That's it. Look what Mother says. Look what Mother's going to read to the national orders in 55 of the book of Isaiah 1, 2, and 3. What does it say that, Mother E? The book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 to 3, verse 1. Oh, everyone that thirst from ye to the water, and he that had no money from ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? I can give it to unto me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Verse 3. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David. Mm-hmm. Why spend your money but that was not bread? What, you mean by, what, what do you mean by that, Mother, and when you precept that to um, the book of Sirach 15, verse 3? Well, what what do we mean by that, Mother? In, the, in that little red book, in the book that was taken out by the Protestant Church in 1885, because the original King James have all 80 books in it. You put it in your Bible, you 
Glory Bones. Hey, 1611 King James Bible. How many books is in it? It said 80 books. You didn't know that? Oh, my preacher said that between Malachi and Matthews, that our Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking. He said, well, maybe, he, maybe the Lord Jesus Christ wasn't talking, but the old little man was talking. Them books were taken out in 1885. Okay? Yeah, you're right. He probably wasn't talking. Lord God and Jesus and Allah and Buddha wasn't talking. But they weren't they weren't they weren't created yet by man. But who was talking was YHW's son. He was doing some great big talking. Yeah. But you've been deceived. By the deceiver. But we come to um AL. We come to give you a sixty nine verse four of Psalm. AL. We come to give you a sixty nine verse four of Psalm. What is that? What does it say, El? Look at Psalm 69, verse number 4 reads. Look at Psalm 69. Psalm 69, verse number 4. Look at Psalm 69, verse number 4 reads. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that will be destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully. Almighty did not. Then I restored that which I took not away. See, we come back to restore to you that we didn't take it away from you. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't beat you into this uh, Spanish language and the English language. No, we didn't, we didn't. You had a tongue that even Luke was talking about in 23, verse 38, and it wasn't Spanish and it wasn't English. You had a tongue. What did Luke say? You know, the one that was a position. He said something in 2338, What did he say the tongue of a time that he walked the face of the earth? Up to 96 AD. What did, what did he say? Luke 2338. What did he say, El? Look at Luke 23. Number 38 reads. Look at Luke chapter 23. Look at Luke 23, verse number 28 reads. 38, Luke 23, 38, verse 20, 38. Look at Luke 23, 38. verse number 38 reads. And a sub- subscription also was written over him in the letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is king of young yeah. Jews. You see that? You see that? So then the letters that were spoken at the time that... Uh, that they um now I gotta pull a rabbit out there, yo. Hey, yo. I gotta pull a rabbit out there. Because I was watching something and I was seeing something, Elder. But what they don't understand, Elder, that the Bible would tell you that um that was not so. In the book of five five the eyewitnesses, twenty nine verse thirty. See, do you understand that you was an eyewitness? You know, imagine you going to a court of law. And you got eyewitnesses against you. You know your chances. I don't care what kind of lawyer you got. You're going to lose if it's against you, right? Look what Peter says that we can read in Acts chapter 5, verse 29 and 30. Now, Peter was the chief figure of the nation of Israel. Now, he was right there. He called an eyewitness. What did he say in 5, 29 and 30, Elvis? Look at Acts 5, verse 29 and verse 30 reads. 
Acts 5, verse number 29 reads, And Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey Yahweh rather than me. Verse number 30, Yahweh our father raised up Yahweh the son, whom you slew and hang on a tree. You, you got what? What what they do? Of course, I went and got what else? Whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Well, 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 they tell us to take our cross and walk then. Well, according to the eyewitness, they slew him and hung him on a tree. So we got to get a precept on that. So now, according to what you just got your email, they slew him and hung him on a tree. So now we get a precept on that. In the book of Isaiah, you got to get those say out right now. So I'm struggling right now. It's um, in the same book of Acts, Elder. They're going to make that statement again around about, I know it's verse 30, but they're going to make that same statement again, Elder. So um, can you help the, the national audience out, Elder? Because right now, I'll see he's struggling right now, but we need a precept on that out of the book of Acts because he didn't stumble what he said. He, he said it again. So what did he say? Okay, help those see out in the national audience about that same statement that was prophesied what happened to him that the eyewitness say. Help me out, Elder. Come on, Elder. Thanks. I'll lay my eyes on it. Mm-hmm. See, uh, Give me that 
Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3, uh, you can understand some things. Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3, and we're going to find out what is written there about this uh, hang on the tree thing. So, we, uh, you know, I was looking at a picture. They got this big old cross. You take up your cross and walk. I know. But here's the point. According to the eyewitnesses, he was hung on a tree. Now, we got two witnesses already, and they say he was written. This is what it's about. So we're going to find out from the elder after Mother read 12, 1, 2, and 3. Hey, Mother E, what does it say in Romans 12, 2, 2 and 3? This is for the old elder. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yahweh, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable unto Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Two. And be not confirmed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of Yahweh. Verse 3. But I say, though the grace covenant given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think sober, according as Yahweh has built to every man the measure of faith. Mother, back up one verse again, because you, you did drop a precept in there, Mother, in that one verse. Back up one verse, Mother. You said something in that one verse there, Mother. Back up one verse, and read that again there, Mother. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And be not confirmed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will and perfect will of Yahweh. Yeah, well, well, hey, hey, mother, hey, mother what, what is this will in uh, Psalm 40, verse 8? What's this will? What does it prove, prove his will? What's that supposed to mean, mother, his will? What is his will in Psalm 40, verse 8? Book of Psalms, chapter 40, verse 8. Psalm chapter 40. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O my Yahweh. Yea, thy law is within my mind.
make sure you ain't got to wait no three months to get you a good wild enough. We have the greenhouses and then the trucks to go out there and meet them, meet them halfway at the borderline and bring you back some wild enough. Why we got to wait three months to get a good wild enough? I don't know where to go get no good wild enough at. Maybe you might know where to go get it at. I don't know where to go get me no good. I got to wait three months for a good wild enough. Why so? Knowing that the wild miller cleans our digestive system out. See? See? That wasn't even wild miller. I won't wait no three months for no wild miller. But I got to do it. You know why? Because we're not in order to have our own trucks, the greenhouse to put them in, and we don't have our school up to ed- educate the people. But they're going to make a final statement about this school in a minute. They're going to read about this school. And make, matter of fact, make a note of it, Elder. And Haggai, chapter 1, verse 2, down to verse 14. We're going to talk about that school. Just make a note of it and remind me of it for the broadcast about this school. Banquet hall, radio station. It talks about it over here. And y'all go out and say, I'm not going to be satisfied with you until you do it. Because this is a ministry going to help the people understand one thing. When you're being good, that means you're keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. Oh, I'm good. Well, how'd you go? According to Romans chapter 1, verse uh, 7, verse 1, 10 through 12 and 16, good is by keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. You ain't good unless you're keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. So you ain't good. Oh, I'm good. Well, what's the definition of being good? Romans, we're not reading it. 7, 1, 10 through 12 and 16. You're good when you're keeping the law, statutes, and commandments that your preacher said done away with. That's when you're good. So you're not good. Because you didn't know that according to the Bible, the one you call the pagan name, our Lord Jesus Christ, was not hanged on no cross. According to the eyewitnesses, he was hanged on a tree, and it said you can go read it where it came from. Now let's go back to Deuteronomy 21 and see what they're talking about out of the heavenly tablets about this uh, conversation. And 21, verse 22, 23, let's start out with anybody hung on a cross. Take up your cross and walk, huh? According to what? Traditions of men of the Bible. Which one is it? Let's find out. Deuteronomy 21, 22, 23, what's the hell? Book of Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse number 22, verse 23 reads, Deuteronomy 21, verse 22. If a man have committed a sin, worthy of death, he be to be put to death, thou shalt hang him on a tree. Verse 23. His body shall not remain all night upon the tree, but thou shalt in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hanged is a curse of Yahweh. Thy land be not defiled, which I quite give it thee for an inheritance. Hmm. All my life, my grandmama told me that he was hung on a cross. We got to take our cross and walk. See, all my life, I thought he was hung on a cross. No, see, right? According to the eyewitness and the heavenly tablets, they had him as doing some trees and everything else, raising the peoples up, and they slew him and hung him on a tree. 
and prayer to Yahweh for Israel, that they might be saved. Verse 2, For I bear them record that they have a seal of Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. Verse 3, For they be ignorant of Yahweh's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, having not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of Yahweh. Hmm. Okay, mother. So, so Paul was in Rome, according to King Juan. He was looking for who, mother, according to King Juan? Who was he looking for in Rome that had a zeal for Yahweh, but not according to knowledge? And King Juan, he gave us a name, mother. Who was, always, who was he sent to over there in Rome that was called saints? And let them know, y'all got a zeal for some Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. According to King Juan, what's your name, mother? So, uh, Israel, the twelve tribes. Exactly. So Paul was in Rome to visit the twelve tribes that were scattered that way, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, and the northern kingdom. That's why Paul was in Rome. He wasn't in Rome to sit on no seat and Peter wasn't either. He didn't go there for that reason. He's looking for the children of Israel to tell them, y'all got a zeal for some Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. Because, see, right now, nowhere in Rome they teach what happened to Now, Paul was over there in Rome to tell them, even over there in Galatia, over there in Europe. He was over in Europe to tell them exactly what happened, to remind them what happened to in 313. Hey, what, what what did Paul tell them? I thought Yahweh was him back in heaven, sitting on the right hand of his father. What did he say when he got over there around Rome and Galatia, all the parts of Europe? What did he tell them that was misinformed in 313? What did he tell them? The book of Romans. Galatia. Galatia chapter 3, verse 13. He, he went over there in Europe there, uh, Elder. What did he tell them over there in Galatians 3.13 pertaining to what Peter said? They slew him and hung him on a tree. According to the heavenly tablet said in Deuteronomy 21, 22-23, they slew him and hang him on a tree. Let's, let's see if Paul make any kind of adjustment on what was already said after the fact. What did Paul say in 3.13 what happened to Yahweh the son? He reminded them, because they had a zeal for some Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. What did he say in Galatians 3, verse 13? What did he say else? Book of Galatians 3, verse number 13 reads, Yahweh the Son had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. He <laughs> says, written. Hung on a tree, but he redeemed from what law? What law held in 10 verse 1 and 2? We can't leave that in the Hebrews. So see right now, they'll say, see that? They'll preach tell you a law. What law did he redeem you from? Then you preach up your Bible to Hebrews 10, 1 and 2. They'll tell you what law been done away with. Let's get it in your Bible. What does it say, 10, 1 and 2 of Hebrews? The book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 1 and 2 reads, Hebrews 10, verse 1. 
For the law having a shadow of good things to come, not the very image of the thing, can never with those sacrifices, which they offer year by year continually, make a common thereunto perfect. Verse 2, for, for then would they have, for then would they not have ceased to be offered, because the, the worshippers once purged to have no more conscience of sin. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> All right. So now, so what law was done away with, Mr. Preachers? It's not the moral law. It's the sacrificial law. You can't kill no more animals for your sins to be forgiven. That's the law that he'll redeem you from. Now, while Paul, while he was over there, he still had to keep on going in, in the 14th chapter of Acts. He still was trying to let them know that the law that you don't have to do no more is the sacrificial law. You ain't got to kill no more animals no more. That ain't going to get you where you need to get to. That was going to check you until Yahweh the Son come and die for you, let you know if you don't come back to these laws, that is commandments, he's going to burn you in the back. So now he was, he, he, he's all over in Europe. He's hanging out in Europe. Because children of Israel, they're all everywhere. In the 14th chapter, verse 1, what do you say in 14, verse 1, Hill? Of Acts. The book of Acts 14, verse number 1 reads, It came to pass in Iconium that they went both together to the temple of God Judah and so spake. Then a great multitude, both of Yachtah and Judah, and also of the scattered Greeks, believed. Mm, them scattered Greeks were some scattered Israelites. That's what it was. Them scattered Israelites is a part of the Greeks' fashion. But that's another lesson. So these Greeks he's talking about is not the Greeks that got the gyro sandwich. No. These Greeks he's talking about these children of Israel lost their language back there in the book of Maccabees. And start speaking the, the Greek language. Cause he got a little, he, he, they had a little temple going on over there in Iconia in Europe. And so, um, but Paul noticed something while he was in. He, he he noticed something in verse number eight and nine. He noticed something while he was in Europe about a certain Israelite in verse eight and nine. What what he, what he noticed in verse eight and nine? Galatians fourteen. Number eight read. There said a certain man at Lestrop, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Verse number nine. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beheld him, and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Yeah. So you, you see that? He had faith to be healed. So Paul, you see, we can recognize when a person really going to hear the word of Yahweh or not. You know, you pay the said on never mind who do, who don't. So so Paul, seeing that he had faith to be healed, so Paul put them old great big old eyes on him with, with, with them uh, braids that Paul had in his head. He don't like that picture y'all got on the wall, you know, got him with half missing and straight hair on the side. All that ain't him. So now Paul sees that it was a man sitting over there, um, an Israelite, that he had faith to be healed. And, you know, he couldn't walk. 
Paul noticed he couldn't walk. What did Paul say in 10 and what happened next? We'll read down to verse number 10 down to verse 14. Listen to all this good story by hell that's going to deliver the knockout blow. Now, Paul noticed some things. See, that's why I can tell when a person's ready to go from the pages of the book. So Paul noticed something about this man. Let's, let's hear some of his conversation that he know about him in 10 down to verse 14. What did he say to hell? Go back 14, verse number 10. Say it with a loud voice. Send it right on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Verse number 11. What the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices. Saying in the feet of Laconia, Yaquaza come down to us in the likeness of men. Verse number 12. They called Barnabas Jupiter. And Paul Mercury, because he was the chief speaker. Verse 13. Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and garlic unto the gate, and would have done sacrifice with the people. Verse 14. When the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they went their clothes and ran in among the people, crying out. Verse 15. Then, sir. Why do you these things? We also are men of like passion with you, and teach unto you that you should turn from these vanities to the living Yahweh, which made heaven and earth the sea and all things that are therein. I'm not going to even get on that, but what Paul was telling them, national audience, if you can't sacrifice nothing for See, the priests over here, they thought this thing was way back when something you do, when something happened, you got to go make a sacrifice. No. That law was, Paul would tell them, that law was done away with. You can't kill no animal. And just like we tell you today, you cannot uh, get your check, and now you go take your check, and say, I'm going to go downtown, I'm going to pass out a lot of dollar bills and give me a blessing. No, they don't work like that no more. No. Uh-uh. You know, I'm going to get a blessing from from God, because I'm gonna I'm gonna get a homeless a couple of dollars, and I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna just, I have my neighbor to do that. I said, what you gonna get all them singers for, neighbor? He said, I'm going downtown, and I'm just gonna pass out these dollars to whoever needed one. I'm gonna get a blessing. I said, you don't get no blessing that way. You say, well, yes, I do. That's what we do. We get. no, it don't work like that. Because Yahweh got it plainly written, Elder, in the Book of Sirach. 12, 1 through 7. See, he, see, that's how we got to come humble. We, we're coming humble to you. I'm going to tell you something. You might think that you're doing all the great things you think you're doing. But do you know what the angel came down and told Sir Rodman in 12, chapter 1 through 7? Do you know what he said? We're going to find out what he said. And we're going to precept that to 35, 1 through 7 of the same book, Elder. Go back to back with it. See, listen. We come humble, and we give him spirit-led understanding. Listen to what he said, because right now and then they thought we got to go sacrifice a bull or ox for what Paul them did. Paul said, no, no, no. Leave that abandoned alone. That's done away with now. After he died, they hung him on a tree. His father um, brought him back and sitting on the right hand. That's over with now. You got you to do now. Hey, Mother E, you got to do the Acts 319 now, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what you got to do, Mother, in Acts 319? Here what you got to do right now. <laughs> What it say, Mother Acts 319? 
Book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 19. Mm-hmm. Acts, chapter 3, verse 19. Okay. Let me just back here. Acts, chapter 3, verse 19. Repent you, therefore, and be converted that your sin may be blotted out when the time of refreshment comes from the presence of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, so mother, they, they got me pitting now, mother. You know, um, you know, I was asking, well, you know, uh, hey, Phil, what, what takes to be going on YouTube and Facebook and, and, and TikTok? Take some of this right here and put and, and, and take out a little portion of this and put it on that YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok and, and all the rest. Put some of this right here on there. They don't need to hear some of this right here. They don't need to hear no more song and dance and no skinning and grinning. Put some of this on this TikTok and some Facebook and some YouTube. Put 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 a put shot of this, a little of this right here. This is for your last stuff right here. You say, well, what, what can we not lead out with a bang on? Put some of this on there. What you read out? The book of Sirach. What you read out? The book of Sirach. Chapter 12. Number 1 through 7 reads. Book of Sirach, chapter 12. Verse number 1 reads. Sirach 12, verse 1. When thou wilt do good, know to whom thou doest. For shalt thou be thankful for thy benefit. Do good to the Yaquali man, and thou shalt find a recompense. And if not from him, yet from the Most High Yaquali. Verse 3. There can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil, but to him that giveth no alms. Verse number 4. Give to the Yaquali man, and help not a sinner. Verse number 5. Do well unto him that is lowly, but give not to the young Yaquali. Hold back thy bread, and give it not unto him, if he overmaster thee thereby. For else thou shalt receive twice as much evil for all the good thou shalt have done unto him. Verse number six. But the most high Yaquali hated sinners, and will repay vengeance. Unto the unyakwali, to keep them against the mighty day of their punishment. Verse 7 Give unto give the yakwali, give unto the good, and help not the sinner. You see what he Read verse 6 again. <laughs> I know we mean well. We, I mean, we mean well. Oh, we mean well. I'm going to help a, a, a sinner. I'm going to get the biblical definition in a minute about sinner. Hey, Marie, how that biblical definition of being a, a what's a sinner mean? It, it ain't about wearing short dresses of did you smoke or did you drink. I'll read First John 3, verse 4 in a minute, Mother. We'll find out the Bible definition of being a sinner. We'll find out in a minute, Mother. Don't turn it right now, Mother. I come back at you, be ready to go. First John 3, verse 4, had that waiting on me. Now, um, we, we means well. Go out our way to help a sinner. 
But the Almighty said, what in verse 6 and 7, Elder? The book of Sirach, chapter 12, verse number 6. For the most high Yaquah hated sinners, will repay vengeance unto the young Yaquahs, keeping them against the mighty day of their punishment. Verse number 7. Give unto the good and help not the sinners. <laughs> so you see anything? He tell you don't do it. Because I tell my neighbor. I say, neighbor, I say, you can't just go helping sinners. Uh, now give me the verse where he said, uh, maybe verse 6 where he said, then you wonder why things happen only on yourself and it's already written. That Yahweh got it written, and, and according to uh, 3 verse 8, man live by every word he say. Now give me that verse where he said, well, when you do things, but if you don't know it, but, you know, you get a pass. But if you know about it and you do it, you don't get a pass. What verse is that held in that book, Sarat? Let me hear that verse right there. Uh, let the national order hear that verse about if you... Um, what will happen to you when you do things on your feelings? What happened to Elder? Come on. Book of Sirach 12, verse number 5. Do well unto him that is lowly, but give not to the young Yaqlai. Hold back that bread and give it not to him. Lest he overmaster thee thereby. Well, thou shalt receive twice as much evil. All the good that you have done unto him. You see that? He said you will eat with with twice as much evil. Twice as much evil. Now you know he already he, he gonna tell you with whoever you love the most. That where your test gonna come from. It, it's gonna come from a sinner that you love the most. He said, you know what you gonna get? You gonna get twice as much evil for the good you thought you were dead. You see the man just said, then you wonder, God, I thought I was doing good. But, I mean, you've been in the wrong ministry and tell you what not to do. Because the Yahweh got a timeline on everything. And he's going to try you for whatever you love the most, that's what he's going to try you with. He's going to have somebody read that help not a sinner. Do I'm going to double up on you. Oh, now you got the empty picture. Now you don't want to know what happened. God, dog, why this happened to me? You know, he's telling you why. He tell you what not to do. You know, it's like the ticket book, man, be standing on, on the corner, and you run the red light or the stop sign, and your ticket man sitting on the corner there waiting on you. He, he said, oh, why you getting mad? Did, did you just run a, didn't you just run something that you were supposed not to do? Yeah. That's why I'm giving you this ticket. So this man tell you what not to do. And you do it anyway. Don't you know you're in a crapshoot? You, you're in a crapshoot because he tell you what not to do. It's like that red light said. Don't run the red light. We got a camera up here going to take your picture, and we're going to charge you a couple dollars. Right? You run it anyway. Then soon as you keep on running, then you ain't got no more license. See, you know why? See, Yaqua got it written. He'll make it. He'll, uh, uh, I.L. Tell me out in. Second Ezra 7, verse 21, down to verse 23. Listen to me say in Second Ezra. He's a precept. Second Ezra 7, 21, down to verse 23. What's the Ezra? 
Book of Second Ezra 7, verse number 21 to 23 reads. Book of Second Ezra chapter 7, verse number 21 reads. Second Ezra 7, verse 21. For Yahweh have given straight commandments to such as came, what they should do to live, even as they came, and what they should observe to avoid punishment. Verse 22. Nevertheless, they were not obedient unto him to think against him and imagine vain things. Verse 23. Deceive themselves by their wicked deeds and said of the Most High Yahweh that he is not and knew not his way. Well, you mean a precept in 40 verse 8 or Isaiah, Well, so you see what the Bible is saying? That's why I said we got to come now. We're coming now. Banquet hall, land, school, all this stuff we need. We got to help grandma understand this thing. Because when uh, uh, grandson Nikki come running over, hey, grandma, hey, grandma, can you give me some? He ain't going to do right, grandma. He, he going to go get your money and he ain't going to do right. That's why he tell you up front. That's why you got to know these things. Don't let your feelings get in the way of the Bible. What the Bible says is going to stand. What you ready to read, Elder? For God's in 40, verse number 8 reads, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of Yahweh, our Yahweh, shall stand forever. So you see the man saying, this word is going to stand forever. So I'm telling you what going to stand forever is his word. Hey, Mother, what is his word in 3 verse 4? What is his word saying, Mother? In 1 John 3, 4? The book of 1 John, chapter 3, oh. verse 4. Hey, Verse number three, depart from wickedness is a 
thing pleasing to Yahweh. To forsake unrighteousness is a propitiation. Verse number four. That shall not appear empty before Yahweh. Verse five. All these things are to be done because of the commandment. Verse six. Offers of the righteous, making it off the fat and the sweet savior thereof is before the most high Yahweh. Verse 7. The sacrifice of a just man is acceptable, and the memorial thereof shall never be forgotten. Verse number 14. You will not despise the supplication of the fatherless or the widow when she poured out her complaint. Verse 15. Do not the tears run down the widow's cheek, and is not her cry against him that causes them to fall. Verse 16. He that serves Yahweh shall be accepted with favor, and his prayer shall reach unto the cloud. Hey, that's something. That's the talk to him. That's a great big talk to him. So you see, you already know what you're supposed to do. It's up to you. Do what the man tell you to do. Read verse 16 again. The book of Sirach, chapter 35, verse number 16 reads. Sirach 35, verse 16. He that serve Yahweh shall be accepted with favor, and his prayer shall reach unto the cloud. So you see the man saying? If you serve Yahweh, your prayers will get past your ankle when you serve Yahweh. Now give me that, now, now give me, give me that, uh, 44, uh, now with this days up for that 44 now, you bring that 44 in, vision of Paul. Vision of Paul, verse number 44 reads, Now look at salt, the heaven moved like a tree shaken by the wind. Suddenly, moreover, they threw themselves on their faces in the sight of the throne. I saw 24 elders, 24,000 adoring Yeshua. I saw an altar and veil and throne. And all were rejoicing, and the smoke of a good odor was raised near the altar of the throne of Yeshua. I heard the voice of one saying, For the sake of what to do, he are angel and minister into sea. They cried out, saying, which is seed, seeing they many kindness to the human race. And after these things, I saw the son of Yahweh descended from heaven, and a diadem was on his head, a mitri was on his head. And seeing him, those who were replaced, those who were placed in punishment, exclaimed all with one voice, saying, Have pity, son of Yahweh. There are he who Showeth refreshment fall into heaven and on the earth. And on us likewise have pity. For since we have seen thee, we have refreshment. And the voice went out from the son of Yahweh through all the punishment, saying, And what work have you done that you demand refreshment from me? My blood was poured out for your sake. Not even so did you repent. For your sake I wore the crown of thorns on my head. For you, I received buffet on my cheek. Not even so did you repent. I asked water when hanging on the tree. They gave me vinegar mixed with gall. 
with a spear. They opened my right side. For my namesake, they slew my seers and just men. Now, all these things I gave you a place of repentance, and you would not. Now, however, for the sake of Michael, the archangel of my covenant, the angels who are with him, and because of Paul, the well-beloved, whom I would not vex for the sake of your brethren who are in the world and offer oblation, and for the sake of your sons, because my precepts are in them, and more for the sake of mine own kindness on the day in which I rose from the dead. I gave to you all hey, in punishment. Hold that for time's sake, Elder. Now look down, where, look down at 14, Elder. And let's read about this paradise. They're going to tell you about something about this paradise. Somebody was in this paradise, Elder. So look down there. I'm going to give you a chance to kind of get all into it real good. They're going to talk about this is paradise where something happened, something happened there in paradise. I'm going to take you there for time's sake. What does it say about that paradise word that Elder? Come on. In 44? Mm, yeah, 44 or maybe 45, it talks about something about a paradise. Maybe i got to get back in again on another lesson unless you'll pull it out. It talks about paradise. I got my eyes on it. Right, excellent, excellent. I got my eyes on Go it. Go ahead and bring it out here. Hallelujah. Verse number, verse number Paul, verse number 45. Now to that the angel said to me, as I've seen all these things, and I said, yes, sir. He said to me, follow me, and I will lead thee into paradise. That the judge was there. Well, 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 hold on, hold on let, me get, let me get happy, you so now he's he telling Paul that Paul is in his bed and he got Paul's head all right wrapped up in the hereafter. He's in his house. That's another lesson. You know, he, he ain't tucking nowhere. It's just his brain is where he's to be at. He said, I'm going to show you paradise, Paul. Now listen to what the angel said Paul tell Paul is paradise. He's going to tell you about some big dignitaries. Listen good. What do you say, Elder? That the just who are there may see thee. But lo, they hope to see thee. And they are ready to come to meet thee in joy and gladness. Now follow the angel by the impulse of the righteous spirit. He placed me in paradise and said to me, This is paradise in which Adam and his wife erred. Moreover, I entered paradise and saw the beginning of the water. There was an angel making a sign to me. He said to me, hold on, Elder, hold, hold on, hey, Elder, hold on this man. This paradise is where who done what? This paradise I'm showing you, Paul, is where who done what? Come on. This is paradise in which Adam and his wife Errors. Ain't that something? You know what the man saying? 
paradise is where Adam and Eve aired it. Now, you know Adam and Eve did not air up, up, and away, see, right? So when we read the verse of Luke 23, verse 22 and 43, this is we come humble. The paradise is where Adam and Eve error. And you know where they error at? They error in the garden on earth. So the paradise is where Adam and Eve error at. So when you jump down there, Mr. Preacher, and you read this verse right here, why do you got the people looking up, up, and away? Luke 23. 42 and 43, what it say there? Look at Luke 23, verse 42 and 43 reads. Luke 23, verse 42. He said unto Yahweh the son, Yahweh, remember me, and I cometh into thy kingdom. Verse 43. Yahweh the son said unto him, Truly I say unto you, today, Shall you be with me in paradise? <laughs> so you see that the preachers, the, the Christian pastors, the Islamic Judaism, they talk about paradise up, up, and away. No. Paradise is where Adam and Eve erred at. They got kicked out of the garden. And in the morning night lesson, we're going to show you when they got kicked out of the garden, they tried everything they can to get back in the garden, but it was said too late. You, you're messed up now. Adam was not created to be up, up in the way. The paradise, then he told the seer in the seventh chapter there, Elder. We'll pick it up verse number one down to verse seven, then we'll skip down to verse 52. And we go, and just reason, just reason among yourself, that's all. Reason among yourself about this paradise. We're going to 2nd Ezra 7, 1 through 7, 52 and 53. Let's see what he says there, Elder. 2nd Ezra 7, 1 down to verse 7, then skip down to 52 and 53. This reason, which is, you know, our job is to make your brain burn. That's what we hear about, make your brains burn by opening up you to scriptures. Paradise according to the Bible, is what Adam and Eve erred in. They got kicked out of the garden. That's what paradise is. Second Ezra 7, 1 down to verse 7. Skip down, 52, 53, what's that? Book of Second Ezra, chapter 7, 1 through 7, and verse number 52 and 53 reads, Second Ezra 7, verse number 1. When I had made an end of speaking these words, it was sent unto me the angel which had been sent unto me the night of four. Verse number two. He said unto me, Up, Ezra, and hear the words that I am come to tell thee. Verse three. And I said, Speak on my Yahweh. He said he unto me, The sea is set in a wide place that is that it might be deep and great. Verse 4. We'll put the call, put to the case, the 
inches were narrow and like a river. Verse number five. He could go into the sea to look upon it and to rule it if he went. Not through the narrow could he come into the broad. Verse number six. There's also another thing. A city is built and set upon a broad field and is full of all good things. Verse number seven. The entrance there is narrow and is set in a dangerous place to fall, like as if there were a fire on the right hand and on the left a deep water. Verse 52. And that the greatness of the Most High is kept to defend them which have led a weary life, whereas we have, we have walked in the most wicked ways of all. Verse 53, that there should be showed a paradise whose fruit endures forever, where it is security, medicine, since we shall not enter into it. Well, we have walked in unpleasant places. 
verse 55, and that the faith of them which have used a thing shall sin above the stars. Rest of a face shall be blackened than darkness. It's six. But while we live and committed sin, we consider not that we should begin to suffer for it after death. It's seven. Then after he knew and said, this is the condition of the self, which man that is born upon the earth shall fight. Verse 58, that if he be overcome, he shall suffer as though has as thus has said, but if he get the victory, he shall receive the thing that I say. Fifty-nine. For this is the life whereof Moses spake unto the people while he lived, saying, Choose the life that thou mayest live. Sixty. Nevertheless, they believe not him, nor yet the fear after him, nor not the, no more me, which have spoken unto them. Sixty-one. That there should not be but heaviness and their destruction. There shall be joy over them that are destroyed. Read verse 69 and 70, Mother. Look at verse 69 and 70, what it say. Verse 69. Verse 69. Okay. Sixty-nine, and being judged, and being judged, that he should not forgive them that are cursed with his words, and put out the multitude of contentment. Contentment. Then there should be very few left evidently in the immunity immune immunable multitude. Yeah, what he said, 69? Uh, Recognition, chapter 7, verse 69. 
and being judged, if he should not forgive them that are cruel with his word and put 